Welcome back to the Inting Podcast. Today we've nice. got a very special guest, one of my favorite content creators on YouTube. We got Off the Dome, aka Dominic. How you doing, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. I uh, I got the day off work today, so hey. I was like, oh, perfect. I uh, get to talk to my my favorite podcast. <laughs> Hey, yes. we're definitely yes. we're definitely yes. better than Plot Chat. We're definitely better than Plot yeah. Chat. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, <laughs> it's, hey, no, it's, it's a the best guy. until I make my podcast. You know? Oh shit! Are you oh, making yeah, a podcast? Yeah, yeah. No. We're getting a ton of competition. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. No, no. All like, I, here's the thing: is I'd consider making a podcast, but only if it was like live in person. Like I like uh, in person podcast when you have like someone sitting next to you is way better than like everything over Discord. Yeah, hundred percent. We tried doing this show over Discord and it sucked. It's yeah. terrible. We hated it. I hated so we're it. like, we're just gonna go over Danny's house and we're just gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've only I've I have not watched a full episode of your guys' podcast. <laughs> That's fair, dude. All but, uh... <laughs> okay, don't worry. We're just just know we're the, we're the funny ones. Don't worry, You're Danny. I just haven't watched. We're, a full we're the funny episode ones compared to Yeah, I I edit it and I haven't listened to a full episode. So. <laughs> I haven't listened to a full episode either. I just think that oh, I think we I think we said something. Well, good, you, right? you you do this thing. It's called hosting the podcast. Oh shit! I forgot. So about why that. why would? <laughs> No, because like you know, listen over in case I said something that might be like you know, you know, you know, you don't do that. Don't don't pretend like you do that. I do that. But I just love how you guys have like it's like Valorant. Like, oh, is ACS too overpowered? And then it's like Comedy Hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, to or be Sa- fair, Sentinels that one, lost. Lol. Yeah. Or yeah. Sentinels lost again. LOL. Bro, we get so many viewers when we just say Sentinels lost. Lol. Instant, like our viewer count just skyrockets. It's hey like, man. damn, it's funny. <laughs> Farming and it was the first, the first broken technique on YouTube I realized was TSM. That's it. My first, just, my first big video was is TSM back, and everyone's like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> and they're like, dude, TSM, they're gonna be so good. And I, I, and I, I swear, over like the span of like two months, I made like four TSM videos, and I was like, wow, this is so easy. Like YouTube is so easy. <laughs> We're, we're doesn't work that easy that way all, all the dormant tsm fans coming out and shit <laughs> we're, we're friends with george Geddes, and then if you, i don't know if you see him on twitter but he's always shitting on tsm and he gets so much impressions from it so i can see why yeah. he does it as well when so does tsm fun. play when does <laughs> or when champions happen when boaster put up the paper yeah, that like, shit was hilarious TSM but i thought that was like a, i thought that was like an edit i didn't think that was real no that i thought was it was like one of those where they write real. different things yeah that, that was, was crazy live that yeah. was hilarious. I yeah, Boz- Boaster's the the type of person who would. Boaster is fucking. The thing hilarious. is, he can, guy's back it up. he can back it up because he actually like qualifies. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he 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 can qualify. Like he, he can twerk on stage because he he's good. Or he yeah. could rip his shirt off. He can rip his shirt off mid after winning a tournament. Do I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that clip, Dom? Yeah, when he was it when they qualified or when yeah, they, they, they won something, and then he ripped his shirt off and like swung it around. That shit was crazy. Dude, I'm ready for like. I want some like crazy shit to go down at like like a land event where like someone just like rips their shirt or like just says some shit or, like throws like a water bottle or something. There's so much more like you know in person shenanigans that can go on. Yeah, no, that would that would People be awesome. Like, kill each other over that shit too. Hell yeah! I wanted yeah. to be like an NHL match. I wanted to be that. Huge. Yeah, I want to be a fucking a fight <laughs> breaks out. <laughs> Zom takes on the entirety of Brazil. Yeah. I want Zoms and Sadak to like beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. No, Brazilians, they're scary. The, Zoms would not go uh, stand a chance. Oh, Zoms would get the shit beaten out of them. Yeah, I don't know. Let's be serious. The even Brazilians are like, like 250. Like... Yeah, I'm like, Zoms pretty jacked, I'm pretty sure. But like, I think even then, like, most the Brazilian mans will just. Well, they just have they want natural muscle. Yeah, so, no. Also, the Brazilian people, they want it more. They want to win more yeah, than yeah, Zoms yeah. does. 
in like a fight and like in the game. like yeah i'll do it both for like three sponsors then i'll like i'll actually try so yeah exactly <laughs> like i need another rolex uh, and then i'll throw a few punches you know i think a, a valorant boxing match i'm ready for that they're running Bro, the, there's gonna be like a phase you mean era in like i don't know like a year or two where it's like valorant boxing matches then it's gonna be like valorant roasts like there's so many other pieces of content like, it's gonna I'm be like that that weird phase on YouTube where all the big YouTubers were fighting each other, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's still, still going on. It's, it's still so going on, weird. like with K- how KSI started it with all that. Then yeah. But now yeah. They, they're like, oh, I like fighting, so they're, they're like professional fighters. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Quote, unquote, professional. Oh. They're amateurs, but, technically. But, but like in the Valorant scene, I feel like, it, like it would, there'd be like some matchups that like there's some pretty jack guys, but then imagine like tens trying to fight anybody. <laughs> no, I think like the idea that it's like it's a five v five brawl, like it's a dark <laughs> tournament arc, and you just send in like your fighter to go fight. It's like a folk finals from VCT. Oh my god! I think they get the third. They get the third slot. They get the third slot. It was early. Yeah. <laughs> it was early in VCT when like Shazam and Wardell were having beef, and then Wardell was like, "Let's have a boxing match or something like that." That would have been fun. To, I think like. Wardell, but he's like too nice. Like he talks and talks, but he's like nice. He's like a nice person. He wouldn't fight anybody. Wardell could probably snap like any VC2 player, like that a twig true. though. I think yeah, LCQ is- should be a boxing match. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a different event every year. Yeah. One year it's a boxing match. The next, the next year it's like hide and seek or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Wait, they, it's like rowing. <laughs> that's how they should do it for franchising. You know, instead of just applying, you know what? Just fuck it. Just let's have like Olympic You're matchups. Right. Just have all your players like go in Olympic matchups. Whoever gets the most the points VCT are allowed in franchising. Nah, the CEOs like enter the ring. Imagine seeing Jack versus like Imagine I don't know Carlos like in like a like, boxing match. That would be funny as a, yeah. Like Here's our I, Jack's like I'm stepping down from CEOs as of Cloud Nine, and instead the new interim CEO is Mike Tyson. <laughs> He's like, oh no, Mike Tyson's gonna have to go and like be sent to this like fighting ring, bite some guys' ear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what inspired you to uh, like make these kind of contests? Like, it's about was this like your first esports, or did you follow previous esports? Yeah, let's start talking about actual shit. Like, that was actual, actual shit. shit. Okay. Do you want the do you want the long story, or the short story? The, got the as long as you want. One. We got time. All right. So probably here's the thing about me is I've thought about this a lot. This is like a fucked up stat from me is that in my adult life, I have probably watched more videos about video games than I've played video games. Oh, hundred like, percent. I am like a, I'm a very, like, I love watching videos or like just learning stuff. So I've always been like about videos. Um, I first started getting into esports Like, I don't know. When I was in, like, I was like, 14, 15 or something. I just like found out about like, I like played like Starcraft and CSGO with my friends. But then I was like, wait, there's like people playing at like the highest level. Like, oh, it's so cool. So I like, you know, like be watching Starcraft, watching CSGO. What really got me into esports was Super Smash Brothers Melee. That yes. game is sick. Happy it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Wombo so I first, got, I first got into it and I was kind of like, wow, this is like actually cool. And like, I play this game like normally. Um, and so I started, it was like, I started going to like my like local tournaments and like going to like random dudes houses and just like, you know, playing this game. I did that for like probably like four or five years. Um, and I kind of got more integrated into the scene. I, it was around that time, like, I don't know, like 2018, 2019, when I like found out about, uh, you know, like you guys know Ludwig, um, cause Ludwig started in the melee scene. He like yeah. was on a podcast called eSportsman like conduct. Okay. You guys know about this? This is like an OG podcast. I, I remember it. Yeah. Who was no it? It's, it was Ludwig it's, and 
No, it stands in Atriox podcast. Uh, Atriox. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay, don't they're like, oh, okay, well, it's these it, two, like, pretty now, like, pretty big streamers. Um, they were pros before, right? They were pros, but, like, Smash pros. Weren't they Smash pros before? They were, they weren't Smash pros. They were, like, league pros. Or they were, like, yeah, league, like, yeah, semi pros. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so I was watching this show and I was like, holy shit, like, bigger, beyond, like, Super Smash Brothers Melee, like, esports is, like, super cool. Yeah. Um, and so I got into like League of Legends. I got into uh, a little bit of. No, I didn't really get into Counter Strike at all. I got a little bit into League of Legends, like kind of distantly. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit into StarCraft, like all this more stuff, like more into it. Um, and I was like, damn, I want to get more involved. But I'm like, there's no. I'm not going to be a player because I'm kind of shit at video games. Um, <laughs> and I saw one time Stans, who was the general manager for Gen G at the time, he started streaming. And so I was like, hey, like you should make streamer YouTube videos. And he's like, yeah, okay. And I just like sent him something. He's like, okay, you want to like be my editor? I'm like, sure. Oh, shit. So I oh, edited shit. for nice. Yeah, I edited for him and Atriox for like like I edited only edited for Atriox like once or twice. But um stands like a, for like a number of years. So I'm like, I like kind of had this like content in my back pocket. Yeah. Um and then I was like, I took some time off school because of COVID. And so I thought, you know what? Like I can like make some videos. Um, and I was getting really into Valorant at the time. And so I thought, I'm just going to like, you know, make a, my original video was like a weird documentary type series about mass, the first Valorant, like NA Masters one, like when it was mm-hmm. all in person. And it was like, I was like, I'm going to make a three part documentary series about um, like what happened there. Cause it was like so many storylines that kind of went on and like focus on like the three teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made that. And after that, I was like, damn, like, first of all, very few views. It was like yeah. the first one got like because it had TSM in the title, it got like two thousand views. But everything Ooh. else got like fifty, like Oof. thirty views. It's better than our um, channel. I can't can't even <laughs> complain about that, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's all about how you market it, right? And I think because yeah. here's the thing: is that you can have really good content or really bad content, but it's all about how you present it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. After that, I just kept making videos, and then I kind of clued into that. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna take what I learned from like making, you know, like like stance plays hide and seek, found what under his bed, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like learning from like years of just like making thumbnails and titles and stuff, and I'm like, I'm just gonna like, do that for my videos, and then that worked way better. And then I think I made a video about like rosters or something. I made like every roster change in the like upcoming season. And people just love that because there was like no content about, you know, mm-hmm. Valorant, like esports. It was all of it. So a lot of the Valorant content is kind of, you know, players and playing and, oh, like, we're, I'm, like I'm playing this game or I'm doing this or, you know, 40 kills against, against Radiance. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no one is doing this. So I'm just going to keep doing it. And it just kind of kept going. And so that's where I'm at now. Nice, man. Remember, because back at the topic when you were saying, like, uh, how to promote it. I went to Miggle, I'm like, damn, our viewers and TikTok's kind of down. Miggle goes, I got this. I was like, I... He puts like, a, he puts like Sentinel's Lost, lol. 100K, 100K views on TikTok. And I'm like, what the fuck? How the hell did that or happen? No, no, our first, our first video that did really well on TikTok, it was, um, it was when <clears throat> I think Zoms was talking shit on Twitter, you know, as Zoms does. This was around... Oh, was it, it was around it was Masters Champs. 3. No, it was Masters, Masters 3. 3. Yeah, when yeah, you had yeah. beef with Brazil. When you had beef with Brazil, oh. the entire oh. country of Brazil. And then I made a, a video like he got... Like he he talks shit and then the day after, Sentinels got eliminated. So I made a video on that and I got like 250k views. And then I was like, all right, 
that shit that's works. the market we're going oh, yeah, with. That's the market we're going to. People, video people generally off. think we hate Sentinels, but we just use it as a marketing. Oh, thing. I mean, I kind of do. We hate Sentinels. I don't know about. Sh- it's well, not a bit anymore. Yeah. I don't mind this. I don't it mind hasn't this been a bit. The Inting Podcast hates Sentinels, bro. It, that's yes. that, that's our whole comment section. Every time we just talk about Sentinels, it's like, bro, you guys are just haters. And then, and then Mikkel's like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. They were good for like a season. Where are you? Speaking of that, yeah. um, Dom, who are your favorite teams and least favorite teams? Mm, so in NA and around the world, just free rage. You can talk shit as much as you want here. Yeah. All right. So I'll start with teams that I like. So first of all, I really liked Gen G because first of all, that was like stands who I was like making videos for. Yeah. Uh, that was like his team. So now I'm like, I like pay attention. They were all French Canadians. I'm like, I'm Canadian. <laughs> um, but now with GMD leaving, there's no yeah. more French Canadians. It's it's all. Americucks. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. There's no Canadians left. <laughs> Fuck Americans. No, I they all they all, dro- they all either got dropped or moved. And like okay. Effie's is on version one now. GMD's on TSM. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they're they're doing better. And I'm like, damn, like come on, come on, Gen G. Like I I believe in you guys. Um, but they had GMD. Yeah, GMD for like a, a while, like almost a year yeah. and a half though. So yeah. They really, think- really give him a chance. No, they did, and he was he was good. Like he was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but so so. Gen G was one of my favorite teams. Now they're one of my least favorite teams because they sacrileged the Canadian people. Yeah. Um, I like version one a lot. Less so now, but during the last season. Kissers, you don't like them anymore? No, less of that. It's like, it, it feels like it's not because they lost the Girl Kissers, but like how they lost the Girl Kissers. Yeah. Because the entirety of stage one, this is, I'm going to give you a content tip right here. Never make never make a uh oh what's the word never make a prediction never ever make a prediction <laughs> because every time i've made a prediction I'll, i've made like a 20 i made a 20 minute piece a 20 minute content piece about version one and i was like this team is going to be the best team and here's why i saw that and i oh. said yeah, you see that video? No, yeah. What was it? YV1? Or it's like the best North American team, right? But no one's talking about it. Yeah. And then they instantly lost right out. Yeah. Yeah. So- well, here's the thing. is They didn't lose immediately. Everyone forgets they didn't lose immediately after. And this is why I get so mad. Because people came back five weeks after the video was released to say, oh, this didn't age well. Oh, this aged like milk. And, dude, literally my phone. It was like... It's like people had it pinned in the tab and ready to return. I was like, I got like at least like 25, 30 comments day one when they lost just saying like, this didn't age well. This is a terrible video. And I'm like, what? (laughs) It was, guys, it was an an exaggeration. It was clickbait. You got clickbaited. Like, guys, stop. Well, we're laughing because we did the same. So we started this this series during. Continuously. Yeah, but I'm talking like the worst part is like, I think we started the series on TikTok where I was like, all right, I'm going to predict every single game that's going to happen. And I think I started in like when Masters playoffs went on and I got two games right. I got the rest of them completely wrong. All of them. And then like every single one. And now, now, our, now our TikTok comment section just like is like, uh, I'm making bets the other way this time. Yeah, because yeah. now because I the thing is like I like I make the videos, but then I ask Miguel, I'm like, all right, Miguel, give me a prediction, and he goes yeah. like, because it's X not going to come true. They get to, uh, X gets two owed, and I'm like, 
Yeah, Whoa. if I make prediction, then it's wrong. But if C makes the same one, it's going to be yeah, right. Yeah, I get it right, but the Miggle gets it completely so wrong. you're saying don't make predictions, and we've been doing that for, like, months, and now, it's been terrible. They call us a jinxing podcast in the comments now, yes. and I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> nice for the, bit. For the, for the content machine, like, yeah, you have to, right? Because that's what everyone just wants. Everyone just wants one thing, and it's predictions. But, dude, it was actually so... I So I made a video for Masters uh, 1 where I said, I was like, you know what? Because after, in the aftermath of this version one video, I'm not going to make any like crazy predictions. Yeah. My only prediction, not my name prediction, my only joke, the entire video was in the very beginning when I said all the teams from all the world are coming together to like, you know, see who's the best. And one thing is for certain, not zero. it's not going to be Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was Japan, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Literally, the too. only region that <laughs> I think that's. And people, literally, people would just like every time something happened, they would just like I'd get like a bunch of com like I make a Twitter to tweet about it, and people would just comment the video of the first like 16 seconds of the video where I say that, and it was just yeah. like comments after comments of like, "Damn, dude!" And only was like, I had to make a video. I was just like, "Okay," because I swear every single prediction I've made. That's not like an insane prediction. Has just not come true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like every time I go out there, being like based on the stats, based on everything, this is gonna be it, and it never is. It's Valorant is too hard to predict, especially in NA. There's no guarantees because like the playoffs from this stage and the ones from last stage are almost completely different. Yeah. So it's like impossible to predict anything, but like people are like. They want the content because so the, like, the game itself is not consistent as well. That's the issue because so yeah. unless mm-hmm. unless maybe I don't know optic they're the only consistent team, but minus that everybody else is like. It's like C9 it's, was, but C9 now was, but then C9 they was, out. but yeah, it's like optic, optic and exit. Yeah, they. I think the, those two teams have been a consistent top five teams like since they started. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So, I mean, we could easily say they're gonna get franchised. Uh, safe to say. I, mean, I don't optic, know about exit. Gonna, I, I think Exa's gonna get I mean it, it'd be a crime if they didn't because they're like yeah. always consistent in NA at least they haven't qual- maybe they qualify who knows Bigel don't say anything I'm gonna say I was gonna ask Dom what he thinks about <laughs> the whole I know you made a oh. video on it that I watched but um I wanna get like what teams do you think will be franchised what orgs you think could come back mm. in franchising you know what would be better than they are now like TSM maybe Gen yeah, G can make a comeback yeah, in my video, I don't think I actually said who I think would be franchised. Because if we imagine, okay, how many teams are we saying is getting are getting franchised? NA is only getting six, right? And then Latin six. America and they South kind of keep a vague. I think it's between like, like five to eight is like from what I understand. That's yeah. for Americas. No, like NA alone is getting like six or five. Yeah, for all. Okay, right, so it's six. Yeah, yeah. For Latin, like America, Latin America, like Central three. America, and North America. Like South think. America, they're getting like okay. four. So it's like Brazil, Latin America, all that. They're getting like four. Hopefully, they're gonna oh, change it. Six. But yeah. as of right now, I mean, six. Yeah, I think here's what I think is I think it's gonna be Optic C9, uh, Xset. <sighs> Shit, I gotta pull up this list now. Energy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love I'm gonna pull up the teams because I, I like there's, there's so many there's so many good teams. There's tw- there's a what was the number 27 paid rosters yeah, signed orgs. Yeah, well now rosters. 26 because LG just got dropped. So yeah, 26 uh, 100 thieves. Rush. I forgot 100 thieves. I think uh, George, I think they definitely I think will get. Out, he said like the sources like Optic C9 and 100 thieves are most likely already. Like, 
franchising. Yeah, I think Andre Thieves is definitely going to make it yeah. just because oh, yeah, I'm sure. And then Optic, too. they won Masters, so they're definitely making it. And then uh, I don't know C9 because their brand is so big. But we were talking about, I think, last podcast, like if TSM is even going to get in because one, their lackluster performance this whole past two years and like the whole Reginald thing. So yeah, we, we think don't the Reginald problem. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, if I, crazy take TSM's getting in. TSM's I, I, I think I could go like either way. The, the teams that are in like LCS are like almost guaranteed. Are, like, yeah. there's no way because they're giving Riot like so much money. Yeah. Like, I know they said that the Valorant franchising isn't going to be like the league one, but like, no, I, feel, I think, I and here's like, the yeah, I think you have to look at it from Riot's perspective because. I think it's too easy as, you know, either a fan or a player to kind of have this skewed bias. As, if a, as a player, you want more teams to make it in. And as a yeah. fan, you're like, you want the best teams to make it in. But from Riots, they want the, like, the best most teams, money. but also like the most profitable teams. So that's why I think Cloud9, like, think about who are the biggest teams, right? Beyond just that, like beyond just their placements. I think it's yeah. Cloud9. Optic, um, I, I'd say... Uh, 100 Thieves. 100 Thieves, so yeah, 100 Thieves. Um, and then after that, it's NRG. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the guard. I think there's going to be one like pure skill know. team. I the best, I think the best, I think the guard, the thing is the guard has a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the guard's The guard is there. owned by the Rams. Uh, the I forgot company. how much yeah. money they actually so, have. Yeah. No, I think they're, they're like, they're, oh, the guard is like. But then you can say complexity nah. is like kind of owned by Dallas Cowboys. I think complexity so you can, couldn't. So you can say something like that because they're owned by the Dallas Cowboys. But but the guard is owned by a big thing that will make sure they'll be like they're very esports focused, right? They're like building a stadium. They have a ton of like pledges stuff. Complexity is just kind of like there. They're more I think, of a content and I, think team. The, <laughs> and I think the sixth is Sentinels. I hate to say it, I think it's Sentinels. No, no I think I agree with you just because like. No. Tens's name is too big to not be in the franchising. It's the Tens name, and it's also how many viewers they get on every Sentinels game. Yes. Because there's a lot of Sentinels fans, right? Yeah. And I think they would rather have, you know, a team that's less popular, you know, even if they're better, like an LG. This is the perfect... I could see them taking Sentinels over LG, even though LG is very clearly better than them. LG got dropped. Like, they don't have a roster. No, LG got dropped now, but, like, if LG was still in it... Yeah, if LG, if they were saying it was between LG and Sentinels, they would go Sentinels, and that's why LG dropped the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if this is also a weird take, maybe I think if Sentinels does get franchised, I think they might just like drop that roster except for Tens, because it's not a good enough that? team to. If there is, know. if you're saying the six teams are going to be those or somewhere around those. I feel like yeah. that roster is not right now good enough to compete against them, and they're gonna either get relegated <clears throat> if there is relegation, and they're just gonna get shit on the. Who's the first time. comment's gonna be like bring Sinatra back? <laughs> Every time I make a video about Sentinels, it does not miss. The first comment is J1. What about that? Yeah, J- J1. J1. Bring back my boy J1. Bring that boy J1. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even know you. Stop saying my boy J1. There's a dude. That, there's boy. a dude in our comments like Prod's number one disciple. I'm like. What's wrong with you? People? Stop! Like it, it doesn't miss. <laughs> Every time we say Sinat, like everything about Sentinels losing, so J1 would sure. have not let it happen. Why are you saying his first name? You don't know him. You like don't know him. You're not yeah. cool. You like don't that. know him like that. You're not cool like that. Like you ain't cool with him like that. Don't say his first name. Like come on. Yeah, I don't know. That's my that's my problem with like a lot of uh, Valorant fans as a whole. No offense to the comments, 
Actually, this is this isn't my video, so you guys can no, no, you guys can yeah. go, 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 go off. We don't care. Um, dude, they're all like not. They're all ninety percent of them are brain dead. Yes, because I've listen. I don't know. Every time I make a video, I'm I'm dreading. I'm sitting there sweating buckets, and I'm like, do I post this on Reddit? And oh, no. every time I say, you know what, you know what, there's like, if I I'm gonna go into the cave and you know give them like the scraps of food. And then every time, there's always more comments than there are likes on the post. And it's always people just being like, this is shit. And it's always people going like in sicko mode on like the, 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 the video. And I'm like, very clearly, they haven't watched the video, you know? Yeah. yeah. And all the, like, there's a lot of comments that are just like, you know, nice, you know? Um, there's a lot of comments like that. But there's some commenters that are just like, they're just like, wrong. Sinatra is the best player and he was unrightfully stripped from the game and you know and it's just a lot of because it's just kind of like this sort of ignorant backing of like you know a team or player and it's yeah. just like damn like it's it's tough very, it's tough sometimes being a creator trying to like too. Like, yeah, and it's like trying to do like a logical you know explanation of like I think this is going to happen they're like nope and that's literally it. That's the thing about it is the, is that people say no, you're wrong, but don't provide any counterpoint to it. I just like get I, comments all the time, and they're like, this "Yeah, that's is dumb. a shit take. That's it's a like, dumb take." What? <laughs> I made a Sorry, video about uh, I made a video about EG's co-ed roster back in the day, and this yeah. is like one of my like maybe like first ten videos because um, I was like EG is like the one of the first big organizations with the co-ed roster. It didn't work out, and I was like. The video, the title is like, EG sucks, and that's okay, or something like that. Because um, I'm like, they aren't very good, but it's really good for like, you know, there to be more normalized mix, like co-ed rosters. Yeah. Dude. And I was like, this is my prime of like, when I was like, I was down to answer every single comment. I still answer like 90% of the comments. Yeah. But dude, like half the comments were like, uh, no, women in gaming suck. Uh, if women like, were really what that are you good. saying? <laughs> Exactly, and I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm trying to explain to them, like, no, like for real, like this, this is like what, what's gonna happen? Like, they need, like, this needs to be in the scene first for there to be like more women, like promoted in the scene. Like, nope, they suck right now, and they're going to suck. Cut, cut Potter, cut Claudia. They need this guy instead. They, and I'm like, no, like no, that's not the point of the video. Like, please. Yeah. My favorite thing is people don't know that Bob was a girl and she was in the mixed roster with Sonics, and every nobody knew that. But, but nobody mm -hmm. shit on Sonics, though, by the way, because they didn't know that. But the second they figured it out, they just started sitting on Sonics. I'm like, homie, what? It makes no sense. But now she's a... Uh, she's, she, she's, she's on C9. She's on C9 White, White now. White. Which, that, which that team is that a roster fucking is fucking insane. They're winning every Game Changers, by the way. It's Dude, fucking they, stacked. They already they're going to win Masters at this rate, bro. You know what's even more insane is that if they still had redacted Keddy on the team... Dude, because Keddy was at the time, right? Better than like better than Mel, or like a, around the same skill level as Mel. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, if they had if they had her on the roster, they'd be insane. Now they don't have her on the roster, which is probably for the better, because you know you know about that stuff. No, I'm not familiar. With I'm not that, familiar. To be honest. Oh, so she was on the C9 white roster maybe like a year ago. Okay. Um, and then she was like randomly cut from the team. She was like like she joined the roster placed insanely well and it was cut and everyone's like wait what's going on she had like did some stuff like leaked some stuff and like the on like in someone's dms you can look into it if you want to yeah 
some really like some really like heinous stuff. Like it was like it wasn't just like a like questionable str- thing. She's like, no, like I did this. Like was it like uh, strats or was it like personal things with the players? No, she like okay. So I from what I believe it was she had made a fake alt account and threatened to leak someone's nudes of like them. Wait, no, I heard about this. Wait, wait, I heard I about not, this. Yes, that and it was like and then, I did not hear about this. What? And then her friend was like, "Damn, like I don't know what's going on." And then she messaged them and was like, "Hey, what's going on? Like, oh, like this person's trying to like threaten to like leak my stuff. I don't even know how they got it." And she's like, "Oh, just like you know, just like do what they say." When she was the one who did in the first place to her, yeah. like to her good friend in like the Rainbow Six community, and then like it kind of came out, but then she just left it and went to went to Valorant and kind of like swept it under the rug. But it came back to light. Yeah, and they were like, okay, like this is like some like actual shit. Yeah, that's why the girl's a psychopath. <laughs> no, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so she was cut, which is like makes sense. Uh, but like the, the Cloud9 roster right now, the, the Cloud9 white roster right now is so good. Yeah. Like, I think it's really important to like the women Valorant scene as a whole that like Cloud9 white exists. That they have this yeah. like true, truest threat, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I think as- assembling just all the best women onto this one roster not only gives them like, you know, it's like so sick to see to see them like literally drop zero games in a game changers event and then add another insane woman to the roster. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the roster couldn't have gotten better from that point. Yeah, but it like keeps pushing this team to like challenge like you know the male dominated esports scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole point of like women in, in like promoting women through game changers is right. There's such a like a lopsided number of women playing games to men, and that's why like you know less players going in, less top players coming out at the bottom. And so promoting women in esports basically just like widens the top so that more women can come out at the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sorry, I think this is like a big funnel. That's not like imagining it as. Um, and so having like this, like, you know, this like rock is they're just like the most insane women, women's roster is so good because they're going to, they're going to start challenging. And I think honestly, and like, I could see as early as like four to five years, like mixed rosters are much more commonplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, like you'll never see like a mixed roster in like many sports, esports at all. But in Valorant, mm-hmm. they're already they've been here the entire life cycle of yeah. the game. I mean, there, there was yeah. a, it wasn't unfortunately it wasn't like uh, brought upon light, but the CS:GO had like a female league. They just unfortunately I don't know why, but Valve never really put a lot of emphasis on it. To be fair, Valve never like promoted CS:GO, so yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Valve doesn't. Really I don't think it's a problem with the women's league; it's a problem with Valve. The Valve, no, they'll promote the shit out of Dota, but for some reason, CS:GO is like their number two, and it's like Dota needs to help. <laughs> no, but the thing really is, like, Dota's prize pool is fucking wild. First place was eighteen million. That's first place. Oh my god. Yeah, their total prize pool was like forty million. I looked at it. The top, I think, fifteen richest esports players are all Dota players. Yeah, they just win one. That's only just yeah. that's by you prize pool. And you're literally made. Yeah. For life. Uh, so I did the math. If you Jesus. literally win first place, you're an instant millionaire. Instant well, millionaire. that's why. That's why, like uh, Dota Ross, Dota is such an interesting esport because it's it's like I don't know how to describe it. No one cares about Dota during the year, but as soon as the international comes on, everyone's picking up a Dota team, and they're like, these teams just like form up, and they're like, this is like the new super team. They're gonna try to win this like mega prize pool. It's like winning the lottery. Yeah, and it, it, it's like a weird. It is the closest thing to like a dark tournament arc 
for like all esports where it's like yeah people just like form up and it's like super teams form because there's no like i feel like a lot of teams don't just have dota teams like sometimes they do but they don't talk about them at all until yeah. the international yeah uh and i still think the craziest win was this most recent international i don't really follow dota all that much but one of the the team that won was this team i can't remember the name of them it's team spirit. it was like a team spirit yeah yeah they were like one of the lowest seeds going in and they also got the worst um the they hotel. got the worst yeah hotel. the worst hotel All right, I saw it was literally like terrible running water like the there was like no toilet paper the toilet was like on the floor or something um they had like two rooms for like their entire team yeah and they just had like was this think of it like their main room their practice room is like this big where, where was it? i think it was like in um wherever the international was oh uh copenhagen was, i think it was somewhere like near copenhagen somewhere there right but wow. so like og the top seed they got like a fancy room all that but they're like the lower seed so they give them a room like this that's fucked up yeah so it depending on what seed you are depending on how good the room was. there's a 40 million dollar prize pool but they can't get them running water yes. in a hotel no exactly and i think i think what it was is like you know depending on your seed different teams got like bigger size rooms yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, crazy. like og like they won back to back so they got the bigger they got the, like the best room yeah and so oh, in yeah. the end they ended up winning the whole thing almost like it's like a revenge tour for like getting like shit on by the dota like Valve. staff yeah yeah uh and they go on to win it and i'm like damn you know what like um zeta winning masters that's how yeah that's how big it's it basically was. yeah that's basically what it was Bro, did you see Dota's, Dota's insane. Dota's crazy. Did, did you see the videos of um, this, uh, Japan Stadium? Like, they had that. It was an exhibition oh, match yeah, with celebrities, and, like, it was a sold-out stadium. Yeah. That was really. fucking wild. But apparently, NA can't hold in, uh, in-person land for some reason. Well, well, Japan, okay. Japan, Japan has is very, a small very country. Strict. I understand it's that. It's a small country, an island that has very, very strict immigration laws. Mm-hmm. That's, Japan's a different story to America. I mean, I think America should hold things, but if it's not it's as like, safe, then whatever. It's, I, it's 2022. It's 22. But then it's, we're no, halfway no, through all, all the teams are moving to Texas to play in these tournaments. This, at this point, if anyone's moved to Texas, just hold a land event in Texas. Dude, yeah. you're pushing the choir here. I don't know why you're talking to me like that. I don't Bro, know. Why it, I like, can't. It, yeah, because I want to go. Because, I mean, they're not going to have any NA land events, unfortunately. Maybe LCQ. Maybe. But if uh, not, I just want to like. Because Copenhagen's like, they said half or like partial audience. Partial crowd, yeah. Yeah, it's like, what, a thousand people? It's like, I don't uh, know. I don't, just have no, if you're going to have full audiences or no audiences, don't have a We need an event in Hoboken. That's what we were saying no, two weeks no, ago. No we event is happening in New Jersey. Atlantic so we, live, City. we live in Jersey and nothing happens here. Everything yeah, nothing, happens yeah. in New York. <laughs> Not nothing happens in New York. In New York, yeah. Think, not even nothing happens. The in last New York time either. anything happened in New York was Worlds in 2017. Yeah, that was the last thing that um, happened in New York. And we, I'm pretty sure uh, the new Worlds is in Chicago. No, like no, for so, for this year. So they're in having Chicago. so they're having a an NA tour. So it's going to be New Mexico, then Montreal, New York, and then finals, Grand Finals is going to be in uh San Francisco, I think it was. So yeah, it's something. It's I don't know somewhere in LA because that's where the Riot HQ is. So that's how they're doing that. It was the first time they did it in LA since 2017. So that's mm. how they're doing it. So I mean, we're gonna get tickets. It's like a week long. I think group stage uh, or no playoffs is in uh, New York. So we're going to it. Yeah. Dude, the, the problem with being in Canada that. is that traveling to events because a lot of events happen in North America. Nothing happens in Canada. There was yeah. like a Toronto LAN, but it was also like during finals week. So I'm like, I literally cannot go. Other than that, there's like, they're not gonna be like, 
Yo, big, uh, big, big riot tournament in Hamilton, Ontario, you know, yeah. London, Ontario. Fucking, do you know we have a Paris, Ontario? Really? There's yeah. like a ton of European cities. Just European Toronto. cities in there. Yeah. Wow. You know, it, dude, we used to have a Berlin. We used to have a, uh, uh, there was a, a Dublin. It was crazy. Why? Like they Wait, actually why? were just like, like stealing names from like European countries. That's hilarious. But why, why though? Because they can. I don't know. There's like. Know. <laughs> just have like Venice, like Dublin, yeah. well, like. Well, Berlin. did you. Toronto used to be called York, but they couldn't call it New York. So they just called it Toronto. <laughs> and it's, like, it's still called the York region. It's still called the York region. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And then I so, think yeah. the OG jersey is like in Egypt or something. I could, I, could be, I could be making that. I could pick There's that no shot. Where is Egypt and where is New Jersey? No, no, you know how like colonization works, dumbass. Yeah, but like, what do you mean? I don't know. Egypt. Look it up. And we're not looking it up right now. But <laughs> it's either in Egypt or it's in like I don't remember. I could just be pulling this out of my ass right now, but probably some, ge- yeah. some like geography expert is like typing angry right now. Just like, Yo, me- any geographers in chat want to <laughs> leave a comment? <laughs> um quick quick side note uh if you don't mind me derailing this the valorant conversation don't worry go we, t- we go on tangents a lot you're good miggy i saw you uh you liked a basketball post are you, are you a basketball guy or no no was I'm it you i'm the oh you're the basketball guy you're probably on oh, the account. I, me and i think it was on the account why twitter account oh did i accidentally like it on the account you probably did then. yeah well, <laughs> was this on twitter it was on Twitter, yeah. It was yeah, like a $15 make your best team or something. No, I did on my personal. That's me, yeah. Oh, okay. I must follow you then. But um, no, I was going to say, new. I've always wondered this. Are you a Brooklyn Nets fan or a Knicks fan? I'm a Nets Being fan. From, I fucking, I hate you're a Nets Knicks. fan? I fucking hate the Knicks. You hate the Knicks and you're a Nets fan? Yes. Fuck the Knicks. Because they're terrible owner, terrible management. They don't know how to manage anything. I like, and besides, I w- I lived in Jersey all my life because it used to be the New Jersey Nets, but then they moved mm-hmm. to Brooklyn because New Jersey can't Money. fund them, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And Brooklyn is a more of a I don't know, Wells, well, more basketball known area than New Jersey. So then I was just like, I like the Nets. I used to be a Lakers fan just because of Kobe, but then he retired, and then they got rid of all their young stars, all of their young stars, and then LeBron just became the GM, and I'm like, I I hate the Lakers. So then I became a Nets fan, and I been liking them. Even though they bombed out of playoffs, but it's all good. Yeah, forget four zero swept. L. My brother, my brother is a massive Knicks fan, so uh, wait, they got always four zero in the in the finals. Yeah, they got swept by Boston, unfortunately. In the first finals? round. In the first round, but oh. you know, <laughs> Kyrie sucks. half the season Kyrie was refusing to get vaccinated, so bro, they had a lower seed. Something else, bro. and then now he yeah. might be and getting traded. So yeah, I saw that, dude. If he goes to the Knicks, that'd be so funny. No, he. I he think would ne- he said he would never go to the Knicks because he hates the uh, the owner. He doesn't uh, like the owner. So he would I think it's, I just think it's really funny that Brooklyn Nets are like assembling the most hated players in like the NBA and Seth Curry. Because it's like <laughs> you got Kyrie Irving, you got KD, you got Ben Simmons. By the way, Ben Simmons, he had a perfect back, right? His back was perfectly fine, but he refused to play. Yeah, he just He's refused fun. to play. And he, he accrued he accrued nineteen million dollars in fines for refusing to play. Why? Why did he not play? Because apparently he just didn't want to play. He, he didn't want to play. <laughs> you get fined for not playing. He, he made the excuse of, well, you have my a, back hurts. You have a contract. Yeah. You can't not. Like, How long did he not play for? Like half the, the season entire season. Once. I think it, yeah, I actually, he refused. Yeah, 
because he started he was getting clowned on in um in the uh the end of the season because he like didn't shoot any like three pointers and like when it came to crunch time he just kept throwing away the ball like he'd be under the net clear open net and he just passed the ball to somebody else so imagine there was this one guy his name is trey young he's six foot right ben simmons is six eight he was going to the rim instead of going for a layup he passed it he was literally right in front of the rim he could have just dunked it on him or laid it up right because he's six foot he's not trey young can't jump yeah he could have laid it but then he passed it and then he blew that was an important match too it was last season in playoffs he blew the series and then he got clowned for it so then it's like a mental thing now. He was bullied out of it. No, he was straight up was bullied. Basically, by yeah. I mean, yeah. Philly and Boston fans are like one of the most ruthless human beings to ever like breathe on this earth. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's like, it, it is quite literally if like, like tens, because he, he's really good. I can be not tens, but like, uh, we can say like, uh, I don't know. Um, like Sabrosa, he refused to play because he's like, he like made one. He like whiffed really badly in a wide. Like he could have killed him. He whiffed. He's like, I can't return to VCT like, after the. So is TSM that why game. he got clowned so bad? And then he was just like, dude, I don't want to play anymore. They're gonna make fun of me. Is that what because, happened? No, he's like, I want to be traded. He said, I want to be traded. And they're like, we're not gonna trade you. Because he who's <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm not gonna play that. Yeah. And then for for half the season until the trade deadline, so maybe like after like 40 games, 40 50 games. Yeah. They finally traded him. But for 40, 50 games, he just didn't play for no reason other than he just didn't want to play when he's like a contracted it, player. And then when they kept fighting him, he's like, oh, my back hurts. I'm injured. But That's then he crazy. was posting videos of him dunking. It's like, you can't say that. Then post a video of you dunking. At least like guy. pretend to wear like a back brace or yeah, something. Yeah, like if you're going to lie, at least do it right. 20 so, million in fines is crazy. Yeah. But now yeah. he's suing Philly for those fines. For For what? He's like, oh, how did you, you guys wrongfully sued me because I could the contract. I, I all I'm saying is this would never this would never happen in esports because one, they're not making that much money. Yeah, and you would instantly get replaced. And then instantly. you could just get dropped. That's the yeah. just pick somebody up. I mean, people get yeah. instantly replaced for non-injury. Yeah. They could be for the best player yeah. on their team and they're just like, all right, we <clears> hundred thieves with Eccles, but it's all good. Or LG yeah. with their entire roster. Oh my guys. Esports rush construction is so interesting because it's so different from like any sort of traditional roster construction ever because you don't have, there's like little to no player development, right? You yeah. almost always have to come out swinging. And if you don't, then you're dropped. I was going to ask you, um, how, how do you feel about like having subs like an actual basketball or like a baseball team having subs on a team? Cause I know there's some teams with like six or seven man rosters now. I here's the thing. So I, I've made I actually made a video about six man rosters back in the day because Vision Strikers was one of the first like yeah. really big six man rosters with Lakia, right? Yeah. Um, but almost always six man rosters do not work because there's an unequal playing time and um, all this stuff. And I think this is where franchising does trump open bracket because in open bracket, when you go to play, you have to perform. There's no like, because sometimes if you lose one set, then you're out of the of the entire tournament, right? Yeah. If it's like a single elimination to a double elimination, whatever. So you have to have the best players playing all the time. So subs didn't really work in that sense. I do think, however, that there is maybe I'm not a GM, so maybe I'm just like you know, smooth brain speculating here. But the idea of almost having like a relief player is like an interesting idea. Someone that is like can can fill in if someone, especially because like with COVID and stuff and like a lot of like injuries, mental health issues, um, players just sometimes have to miss games and having a random ass sub or having like, you know, Rockus is like a, a fine example because like he's, he was a player and like a pretty recently too. 
but having just like, you know, your coach sub in or like a random dude, you have to like, you know, get the day of versus having a player that like practices with the roster has like, is like sitting there like analyzing almost like an assistant, like assistant coach analyst kind of guy that like helps with the in-between stuff, but also like subs in if someone's sick or something. Yeah. It's like very few players. I think, but I think very few players could do that because there's a lot of players that are young and like want to just play. Right. I think this is where like a franchise league in a franchising system, someone could do this because like you you don't have to perform every single time you have like in between matches where it's like, you know, we can just try new shit this week. Right. Yeah. There's a regular season. So Mm -hmm. but what I remember the uh, last year, last BCT um, Zeta, they had one guy, his whole role was he plays Brimstone. That is, he was there. He only played one map. I think it was split or I think bind. He only played Brimstone. He was only there to play Brimstone, and then they subbed him out. Yep. For one for one map, he was there for one map. I think they dropped him now, but I, as of now, I don't think so. I don't think six man rosters is good. It's not. It's definitely a better idea. It's good in theory. Yeah. Bad it's an idea as like a safe or like yeah, like a safety precaution, I guess. But yeah, you can't have like people constantly being switched out, or else then you. And nobody wants to be a six man. Nobody yeah. wants to be a six man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Yeah, they don't get paid enough to be a six man. You know, like, I don't know. The if, only- if you're, like, say, a six man on, like, an NBA team, it doesn't matter. You're getting a contract. You're getting salaried anyways. But if you're, like, a six man on an esports roster, I feel like you're getting paid less for that, and you don't get to prove yourself. Because no one's going to only- a six man. See, I don't know. There's there's so many more like like variations you can do to like roster constructions now, especially with franchise leagues and what I imagine they're gonna do with academy rosters. I feel like there's gonna be some sort of academy system. I feel like, um, I hope so. Or or maybe not because it's a domestic league. Oh my god, why are there so many goddamn flies in my room? Um, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> there's uh, the idea of like having your sixth man be like the leader of the academy roster. And the academy, oh my god, the academy roster is uh, what the? Where are they coming from? I swear to God. Sorry. There's you're chilling. There's just been like flies in my room the past like day, and I don't know. Yeah. I, sorry. Anyways, no, you're um, the idea of six, the sixth man is just the leader of the academy team, right? And yeah. the academy team is used to like field new things. It's not as like strict with like its uh, dynamics, right? But it could work. Mm. Yeah. But I'm also not a GM, so. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea. I think it's an interesting idea, but it's never worked ever. So, yeah. I guess it kind of, Vis Strikers, it kind of worked, but like not really. I mean, the thing uh, is, the, the crime with that is, it's like they had Lakia, one of the best, I think, to be honest, the best player on that team. But then they barely subbed him in because he was a sixth man. And it's like, dude, like, you have, that's your best player. And you're not playing him because they could have probably won a Masters or maybe made a Grand Finals appearance if they played him more because he was playing Initiator, yeah. but he was cracked out of his mind. Yeah, but now uh, he yeah. like and left and even play. he plays in like another Korean team now. But he plays in um plays in Japan for Onslayer. Yeah, Onslayer. Oh, he's in Japan. Yeah, Japan okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Speaking of, got him. Get him. I didn't get it. I actually missed, but it'll be back. <laughs> what? I didn't even know what I was. Oh yeah. Um. But I was say yeah, I was gonna say even with that six man, like even if they did have Lockie now, then they wouldn't have been able to be the team that they are now. I think they're better than they were at champs mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Like watching them in this Masters was fucking they were fucking crazy. 
They mm. were very good this Masters. Yeah. So I, they wouldn't have been able to get to that point if they had Black Aces six man. What do you think of the twelve man team, like a twelve team uh, tournament that they have instead of sixteen, like they had in Masters three last year? Do you like the twelve um, men, or do you think they should have thirteen? Or not, not thirteen, not sixteen. Sixteen. Um, I'm always in favor of more <laughs> bigger tournaments. I think sixteen kind of. 24 would be good. That'd be no, awesome. I think 20. I think 24 from for champions would be good. I think 16 for masters. Yeah, for champions, um, 24 would be fucking awesome. Especially because like the every region is growing, right? Okay, except maybe EU, yeah. but like they're pretty big already. Anyways, but every other region is like growing a lot. Um, so I think having more like North America, so many top teams. It seems like everyone is saying that like, oh, like this is too few spots, whatever, right? They just increase the number of spots. Um, all it does is it increases like the number of days the event is, um, but like that's like a small price to pay, I guess. Actually, yeah, yeah. that's a large price to pay for yeah, venues. You have to but... pay for casters, <laughs> entertainment, like staff. Yeah. But I know that there's like, if the viewers are there, the viewers would love that way more, and like he, the the money's where the viewers. So like I feel like like Riot has a sort of incentive, but whether they do it or not, I think is is up to them. I, I would like 16 though. 16 would be way better. Yeah, I mean, 24 for champions would be awesome. That'd be yeah, because we would be like big like, like groups weeks. too. That'd be awesome. I would love to watch it for three weeks. That'd be fucking great. Three weeks of just masters. That'd be yeah. crazy. Dude, that's like three well, it's like um, matches. <laughs> yeah. The the best thing too is that, um, like, CS:GO tournaments like they're also big, and they usually run for what like two? Is it three weeks for CS:GO tournaments like CS:GO majors? Is this majors three weeks or two because weeks? Because there's a, it's like three weeks because they had the group stage, so they have the, they have legend stage, they have challenger stage, and then they have like the teams that already, uh, it's like that. So they have like three different stages. It's like a ladder to climb mm-hmm. up. For example, like Navi, Phase, and like Cloud Nine, they made the legend stage because they did so well in previous tournaments. They already got a ticket. They only, had, they had to win like one or two BO3s. That's yeah. It, right. So then they, that's how they qualify. The thing is with CS:GO, they do six months of tournaments to make a ma- major. Right, they do six months of qualifications just being one major, so it's like it, it's like it, it kind of sucks because like I'd rather have more tournaments than more just like qualifications because I'm gonna be honest with you, it just drags on. It gets so boring to watch just qualifications, qualifications, qualifications. And people don't watch them. People don't even watch yeah. them. To be like, there could be a there's like what I think who is it? Didn't Sentinels and like Cloud Nine play in groups and only got like 40k viewers if that was going on during masters easy like 300k yeah yeah because that's why it's like it's so annoying because like that like for csgo there's iem there's esl there's um blast premiere there's like these big tournaments but not even that they have crowds in them as well so what i think right i mean they have masters yes but i feel like the qualifications takes too long to go for that i don't think it takes too long i think it's just that like one is not promoted enough, and two, I just don't think people understand how it works at all. Because like, even know. to me, I have to like get a refresher like every year, like how the fuck champions even works and circuit. I think the circuit point system is just confusing, and it doesn't really yeah. make much sense. Uh, and it's not really highlighted anywhere. It's just kind exactly. of like there's like oh, they have this many points. Yeah, yeah, because like even if Optic like doesn't even make this Masters, they're guaranteed to go to Champions, right? Yeah. So say like Xset and like I don't know Xset and NRG. fucking NRG make it the Masters, and then Optic's gonna be in Champions. Everyone's gonna be like, why the fuck is Optic here? They didn't yeah. make it the last one, but that's because they qualified six months ago. You know, it doesn't yeah. make sense. 
And it's like um, for um, so like in Super Smash Brothers Melee, right? Is a drastically smaller, you know, scene. But the way that it works, I think, is so great because even though like there's tournaments throughout the year, there's usually like during the summer, it's like it's usually like the summer of Smash because there'll be like tournaments like like four weeks in a row and like a week break and then like three weeks, and like that feels way more like intense because it's like like people just go on runs right for like week long versus like and, and every single tournament feels like it's high stakes even though it's basically like the same like yeah. people going um it's like it's like a, they win something at the end it's not like in a uh like a league system where even if you win your week it's like they're just gonna be playing next week against like the same group of people you know what i mean it feels mm-hmm. leagues and like qualifications just kind of feel like Get, do you get repetitive, right? Yeah. Versus like kind of an open bracket, whatever. And that's where, you know, open bracket versus franchising kind of the trade-offs again. Because but, it's nice to see because uh, when CS goes in as high, like Astralis, but like every tournament they would go in, they, everyone's like, ah, they're, they're probably going to win anyways. And like, it's for Smash tournaments, it's like when, uh, I think Smash 4 is when like Zero, he would win almost every single tournament. He would just go in and just destroy everybody. I think he was the number one uh, Smash Four player, and now MK Leo in Smash Ultimate. He would, mm. all, every tournament he would instantly, or like I think Sonic Fox. Sonic uh, Fox is good. Though. I like Sonic Fox. Yeah, yeah, like he, I like almost uh, he plays like six different fighting games, and he just wins all of them. Yeah. It's like he's fucking disgusting. It's kind of crazy because every every time he's in a tournament, it's like, all right, never mind. Sonic Fox is probably gonna win this anyways. My favorite is Sonic Fox. He's like he's probably one of the greatest gamers of all time, and oh, he'll yeah. like. He'll oh, appear in front of a new like fighting game community and be like, "Hey guys, I'm picking up this game." And within like six like six months, he'll be the best player to ever play that game ever. Like yeah. he just like picks it up, gets the best, and then goes to the next game. That's and he's literally... just, like laying waste to every single like community. That's literally what he did to uh to Strive when it came out. Oh yeah, Guilty Gear Strive. He it did came that. out. He was like he plays like number one on the leaderboard and literally hasn't like played the games since. No, he I just cracked. Because like when you're good at when you like understand fighting mechanics, you can be like, all right, maybe each one is a little different, but to give me like a few, give me like a month or so, I'll, I'll be, I'll be fine. He's like you can yeah. address me. Like, got like combos. He, and, like, he's like, yeah. he's like hours though. Yeah. He's at the top. No, no, it's kind of because that's what that that's what like I I mean of course it's like a one v one. You don't have to base on your team. It's just you mm-hmm. have to worry about yourself. But it's like hard to say that when it comes to like I don't know like Valorant where there's a lot of unfortunately there's a lot of random. Like no, and it's so there. different. I'll say uh, going from from melee to Valorant is so different because especially yes. like during the time when I played melee. So there's this guy Armada. Yes. Who I is love Armada? Do yeah, you know Armada? Yeah, I love he's him. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Uh, mainly because for a string of three years, no, actually, way more than three years, he's played the game for like a long time. But mm. he canonically has never lost to anybody outside of the top five. For the longest time, he had lost to like two people, and right before he retired, he lost to a third person. Outside of that, oh, wow. he had never lost to anybody until the top five. And every single he he won every single turn he entered for I think like two and a half years. Even though there's like really good players all around him, they just couldn't beat him. And so I'm so used to like consistent there being like consistent people at the top, and like there's always like a consistent number one and like. Number two, number three is like, oh, maybe there's like like a mix up between there. Maybe like four, five, six. I'm like, oh, it's getting real crazy. But it's like, no, like number one in Valorant is like good for like three weeks. And then like a new team just kind of appears. 
Yeah. Yeah. I hope Optic will change that. I hope Optic could be that team. Or I guess Sentinels was kind of that team, but they're not even... It's like what you're saying. They're not even close to relevant right now. But, uh, yeah, I think honest, Optic... So you go. Uh, uh, to be honest, I don't think there's ever going to be like a team that's always number one consistently for another like two years. Because like when, uh, when CSGO, like Astralis, they won three majors in a row. Yeah. Like they were like, everyone said, okay, the second they enter a tournament, it's like, all right, they're probably going to win it. Yeah. They were the favorite. Even if they did shit the previous smaller tournaments, when they come to the majors, like, all right, Astralis is going to win. Dial in. So like, but I mean, Optic is showing that. Again, I think they could. I don't think they will. I think they could because even as Envy, they were really good. Yeah, they were great as Envy too. They did. They weren't like yeah, winning yeah. shit left and right. They won. No, I don't think they won a Masters as they Envy, did, right? No, no Envy. Envy didn't win a to... single. I, I I remember this very very clearly. Is that Envy hadn't won a single tournament, not a qualifier, not a Masters, like no tournament they ever entered for like a year and a half. Ever since. The last time they won was when Sinatra was still on Sentinels, right before he was dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the last time they'd won. When Tens joined, he they hadn't won since. So, yeah. Wow. And so that's yeah. why Optic, he's like about Optic is that their individual players are all insane, right? They literally have like five of the best players in North America or the world on their roster. Yeah. And then they, they finally figure out how to play as a team. And I think now they've they they've kind of are working more towards that instead of just like Sentinels felt like they had five players that were all really good. And they kind of just like played as five individual players, you know, like doing their thing. They yeah. still played as a team, but Optic, now that they're kind of like playing as a team with like executes and like more much more like a, there's a team aspect to it. And Ye moving to like a support sentinel role alongside him just still going fucking sicko mode. Support Optic chamber. is now really good. Like they are now in my mind a step above the, the, the next because they've like proven that they're consistent and now they're like doing more than just that. Yeah. Optic is the super team. Yes. Like, yeah. The super team in the world. Right because now. like you, you can see teams like uh, people don't really watch other regions, but you see like loud, like loud was like people kept underrating because like, oh, they got what three owed by Optic. But like people don't understand, loud is a very good team. Like they, I think Loud is like the first Brazilian team. It's like okay, like they could do damage. Well, that's they what it says something. about Optic. That's, that's what I'm saying. Took, yeah, the, pretty much like another one of the world's super titans, and they just exactly. And then you like have Fnatic finally back in form. Like they look even better than ever now in EMEA. So then, like it's gonna be crazy seeing Optic versus Fnatic. That's gonna be like a battle of the titans. Then you have like Loud in the third place, like third, like um, yeah. Dom, have you watched like Fnatic play recently? It's fucking no. insane. Uh, I, I, I feel, feel like, like Dirk. I just know that Dirk goes crazy. I just know Dirk I, is absolutely stupid. And so is Alfieri. Uh, Dirk is like is uh, Alfieri like, good too. I oh, he's, he's like a seventeen-year-old prodigy. Oh, dude, he's he's, he's, he's disgusting. Okay. He's insane. So he, everybody on that team is crazy. Dirk is like the yay of of EMEA. Yeah. Like, oh they, yeah. For they sure. play. They no, play think, very similarly. They do. Yeah, you know, he's like, yeah, it's sniping guy. I think he, he plays almost, he's almost like a better Wardell in my mind because he's, he's like a, he's, Ye doesn't always enter. Like, he's not always the entry man, right? I feel like he's a lot turn. of the, like, Victor is kind of like, it plays a lot of, plays a big role too. Durka feels like he's always, like, up to no good. Like, Durka's always <laughs> doing something. That's he's the only way to describe it. versatile in people that he can play. He could play Jet, Chamber, and Raze. He's very versatile. I don't, I don't see people adding Raze in there. And he's also like one of the best races on the planet, too. That's what people I, as well. My hot take is that I will, say, I will say I don't watch a lot of outside of North America. I can hardly I can barely keep up with North America in the first place. Because I like don't have time very. to watch stuff very often. But 
I will say, I think, and okay, I could be jinxing right now. The next up in my mind is going to be NRG, especially because they picked up Ethan, oh, easy so- like top ten player in mm-hmm. in North America, um, alongside Som, who is like he's like streaky, but he's still like if he can get consistent with it, similar to like how Asuna has, like Asuna back in the day was like you know very inconsistent on in how he was playing. He was still like yeah. the best initiator, but like he wasn't always as consistent. He found ways to like you know refine that. I feel like if Som can do that, they have Hayes, who's old but like a good IGL. They have EU. Yeah. They like their their team, and they have Tex too. Oh my god, dude, their Tex team nice seems better, bro. on paper their team seems insane, and like they're not they haven't quite proved it yet. But I think once they like figure out similar to to Optic of like how to play within the team, they can be really good because we 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 saw it literally like last mm-hmm. week or this weekend yeah. with the qualifiers. What I think is also is um. I feel like NRG kind of dropped the ball when they got rid of Chet because I feel like people don't understand like how good a coaching staff is in Valorant because when you have a good coaching staff, like your job is 100% easier. Like Chet is like a genius because I mean, he uh, he came from CSGO, of course, so he has a mind of set of that, but he also like, he's like a very calm person. Like he'll like keep the teams in check. It's like, hey, come on. We're not going to like, let's focus on this. We don't have to work like in scrims. A lot of people focus on winning the scrims, but it's more of just like improving. So he's shown yeah. he's shown more of that. He's like, he's like, all right, we're not gonna focus on winning. We're gonna focus on team play. We're gonna focus on comms, all of that. And you can you could uh, people like that's why I feel like NRG like now they have a good coaching staff. But I feel like when Chet was there, I feel like they really I don't know why they didn't make it far because he was there. It was because Sam was much more inconsistent at that point. I feel and like they didn't have Ethan. They had they had him in the, in the controller role. When I feel like no, some some was, was the controller started doing no because they had Tex and uh, and Android as the duelist in the entry. Then they had Sam as mm-hmm. the support Astra. Remember this because now I, I was always I love NRG like as an org in general like they're like one of my favorite teams because I love what they do as like an org as a team like they're always consistently good. But then I, I always felt this I always kind of felt like they're like one step away. They were always oh, like that. Yeah. They just need that one person and Ethan fit that role perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I good and all, but yeah. Yeah, it's. I think you know who's you know who I'm really I'm really up on right now is Dicey. I gotta I gotta give it to Dicey. Oh I feel like I might give a I'm gonna make disgusting. a video on Dicey. Followed by Icy, man. He is disgust. I don't know why hundred th- hundred these fucked up and getting lit. You know, because he wasn't no, 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 no. he wasn't good. He wasn't good at, at that point, and, and then he took the time off, and now he's insane. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is I want to make a video on Dicey because it's such a it's the perfect parable of like of like fit. Because some rosters, the same, it's the same goes with Baby J and Eccles, where it's like they're both really good players, but they just did not fit on the roster and what they're trying to do. Like that whole team was like a mess, right? Oh, and I think the same with Dicey, Dicey's position in that Hundred Thieves roster. They just, it just, he he did well enough to like like pass, but like he was the fifth best option on that, and that's why he was replaced by Ethan, right? Yeah. And it's like you can't even be mad. He wasn't even doing that bad, right? Hundred Thieves is still like one of the best teams. But it's like when you like when they call you up and like, hey, you're getting dropped, and he's like, why? And he's like, oh, because like top ten CS:GO player in the world, Ethan is converting over to to Valorant. It's like, okay, you know what? That's valid. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, but um, I'm glad he did, like that happened. I'm glad he like he's fucking. And now that he's gotten the opportunity to like, you know, he, he's not necessarily given the keys to like, you know, the, the the keys to the place, but he's like, he his new position is now like way better for like how he can play. Right, because like watching him play um, in the match yesterday, right? I was watching. I'm like, Baby Bay's doing some shit on like one side of the map. He's like running around, and Fly is like washing his back. 
And then Dykes is on the other side of the map. They cut over really quickly. He's pushed up like halfway through up on a, on a split B side. And he just like is like holds the angle, kills a guy, backs, goes, appears again, kills another guy, backs. And I'm like, you, it's like, the way he's playing is so different to his role on the 100 Thieves roster. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, for, it just feels better to watch for him. Did you watch the game on Breeze? Did you watch the whole series? No, I didn't watch the whole series. Oh my god. That entire he, series is probably one of the best series I've ever watched in any Really? It no, was I so I got good. I had some other stuff come up later, so I didn't watch I only watched the first map. I think I think it was the first map. Yeah, I think I only I think I watched like half a split, but then I got I don't miss fracture, but I was able to watch the entirety of Breeze. Oh my god. I think FaZe might yeah, have a chance was... to go making it to franchise. If they That'd play like that, yeah. I think, I think FaZe has a chance They have FaZe. FaZe definitely has the money and the popularity for yeah, it. Yeah, but, uh, but holy shit. Dude, I hate to say it, but like FaZe might make it over Exit to the to the franchise. I can see that. So like, oh, the problem yeah, is that, I listen, that, listen, yeah. uh, I love Exit. I, I love them as a roster. I think they're all cool. But like they just don't, I feel like they don't get the numbers. And I feel like Riot is like, the whole point of franchising is to like, make it better for everyone involved for like sponsors and whatever. Yeah. And like, I feel like X just doesn't bring the number because they're not as, as established of an organization. Yeah. And if they don't make it, I really hope that there's a promotion relegation system. That's because we were speculating. We were speculating. There needs that. to be one, man. Mm-hmm. There because there's, first of all, franchising fee is free, right? So it's yeah. $0. So they have no obligation to keep them in the first place. And I think the viewers will be attracted to like a team rising through the ranks. Like imagine like LG, the, the LG roster, makes it like they start off like still unsigned they get signed by like some group and they just fucking shred through the domestic league like whatever and make it to the thing they absolutely body people and go all the way to the international league and it's like yeah like, you should have signed these guys in the first place like people will be on their like you know asses being like yo that's like my dog because they like they promote it all the way through and all this stuff there it adds like almost like more artificial storylines to like have more people watch yeah yeah, yeah no for sure it's going to be interesting to see, though. Uh, uh, I, I can't wait. I hope I, they don't fumble it, bro. It looks like yeah. they're fumbling it right now, but we still got a lot of time to see how it's going to unfold. It's gonna, it's but, definitely going to flush out. Fine. I feel like I have confidence in them because if they can maintain League with how their franchising is and how well it is, honestly, I can definitely see them. Sh- like, they're going to take all their mistakes that they did in League, and then they're going to, like, really iron it out in Valorant. Mm-hmm. Hope so. so I'm confident in that. It's just how to see, of course. I mean, to be honest, I feel like they've been good when it comes to, like, people feedback. Minus getting rid of split, they should have gotten rid of bind. But you know, that's a whole I, different dude, story. I hate bind. I hate bind. I love split. Dude, so um, I love. I I used I to hate on like, split all you, the time. Split is fun as fuck. Have you seen all the comments on like TikToks or whatever about that, where people are like, "How are they uh, getting rid of split when fractures in the game?" And it's like, "Are you <laughs> are you stupid? Why are they gonna throw out the newest map yeah. in the game?" No, I also like, like how fracture. Is in the I, game. I, 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 I fuck I with like fracture. fracture. I fuck like with Vine it. is the only. Yeah, I don't. Icebox are only maps I like. Apparently, like. the reason is because uh, Pearl and Split are too similar, and they don't want to have two maps to play similarly. That's yeah, that's that a, that's fair. I just hope they don't make another bind. Because a bind with no middle, it just because I, especially in lower ranks, when you're just trying against when you have teams that just are like incompetent, you know. And you're like, guys, guys, we have to enter together, like, please. And you're trying to solo queue, and they're like, and they just run in, like, and there's, there's, there's no middle. You can't. It's really hard to default. Like, there's so much stuff going on. Bind such. I hate bind. I love split so much. I'm so sad they're taking it out. But like, it's yeah. I I used to hate split too, but like now people figure out it's good. They fix it, it. and now like the new agents allow you to attack correctly. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. When the game came out and the Sentinels were like the best agents in the game, yes. It was tough, but like that's not the case. I guess aside from Chamber. Yeah, but, and, like, and controllers aren't super dominant either. Anymore. Yeah. So like and now initiation is so yeah. it's like oh there's a really like insightful uh, it was a TikTok by Hiko and he was saying how like bind hasn't like in terms of how it's played has not changed since the game came out like you you just default hookah and shower and then you go wherever you get a pick and then if you need to you just TP out every single round ends up in hookah or shower yeah there's yeah. there's no way around it, it, it it's boring to watch too because like even the teams like they're just default there's like no fast pace like in other in other maps the map they'll, they'll switch up the pace and they'll go fast but in bind all right guys we're gonna default or yeah gonna go on really bind slow. you're playing the entire game like you're dipping your toes in the water like it's too if cold you go fast on bind you get annihilated <laughs> yeah you get you'll shredded. get judged and shit so like they Sucks. they fucked up bind and they need like they need to remove it Fix that sh- I don't know what they need to fix, but they need to fix something. It's, I, I brought it just up, doesn't work at a, as a map at all. I brought up... Dude, Bind is just a big, like, edging match. Like, it, everyone's just kind of edging each other. It's it crazy. Really is. It's, Nothing happens. It's terrible. I, I thought... I brought this up to Miggle. I feel like if they either replace the mid-teleporter with just a hallway so you could fast-rotate, or if they made it a two-way teleport, that would fix a lot of it. Because then you could actually, like, play a short from multiple angles. Or just that'd be interesting, but don't make it a shotgun map. Just don't make it a judge or a shotgun map. Just don't like there's too many cool close corners in that map, which is sucks because like in split it used to be like that, but then like you'll have agents that actually accommodate to it. And uh, even in bind where you have the agents like raise or fade or sky to like push out, you'll still get judged. You'll still get shotgun, yeah, and like it's like the worst. Hookah or fucking like hookah is almost impossible to take sometimes. It is like you want to use all your util. Yeah, unless you use. I think like your entering site is like, oh fuck, I got nothing else to like you know actually enter site with, and it's like fucked. Yeah, it's it's stupid, but I find sucks. Val- Riot has done good in listening to the fans. I feel like maybe they should have asked the right fans. Bring on back which, split. I'm starting the map to actually remove or like. I mean, when it comes to agent balances, they've been pretty good too. I feel Except like they listen to us Astral, a lot. Yeah. Hopefully I can see them. I can see them bringing back Split in like almost like a Fortnite way, where it's like Split's back, but it's not the same Split as before, and it's like some texture changes. Maybe like one or two boxes are changed. Yeah, and so like the, they might change it. So. I can I can see them doing that and kind of like bringing new maps into the rotation that are like old maps with like slightly different. I just Split don't get two. why they couldn't have all of them. <laughs> why do they have to take one I, out? I don't get I don't why get they're not doing it like how CS:GO does it, where in the queue you choose like some. in CS:GO. All the all the maps in the game are always in the queue, but then it tells you which ones are in the competitive map pool. So those yeah. are the ones those are the ones that people play more, but it doesn't take out the option but to think about play it, the like, other ones. But think about it. If you're like playing and then you're like imagine you only get radiant by only playing bind or playing breeze. Well, like, I mean people do that in CSGO. But like, like that, I'm saying, but this one I like is a little different just because of agent abilities and all that. It's just like I don't think I did, I think something different where you can ban one map. So if you're tired of playing Breeze, all right, I want to ban Breeze. I just don't want to play it. Today. Yeah, you should be able to ban like like two one or three map. maps. Just give me like one map I can ban and it'll be fine. But yeah. they're like, oh, we don't want like uh, favoritism or like meta on the map. It's like well, make that, better maps. That's that's, that's yeah. your fault. What like, do you mean? Miggle said this a long time ago, but he's like, you know, the maps suck when people argue about which one is the worst and not which yeah. one is the best. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like CS:GO. We're like, hey, you know what? I really want to play Cash. I really want to play cobblestone no this map is like all right which map is like i can just deal with yeah which i tolerate the most yeah yeah it, that that you should if it, that is 
terrible site to have. I think Ascent is like the only map where I'm, everyone's like, you know what, it's fine. Like, I like, yeah, I like Ascent. I like, Ascent. Like, I like Split. Yeah, yeah. I By the way, Breeze. same creator who did Cash in CSGO, so. Yeah, that's probably why. Just bring it's all the CSGO map. map developers and give them to Raya, then they'll actually do something with it. Yeah. yeah. I also, surprisingly, <laughs> I hated Fracture because I, I was like an old man. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, well, they're coming from everywhere. But now that I understand Fracture, it's like the perfect... If it was any bigger, it would suck ass. But it's yeah. the perfect size where I'm like, I know every single part of the, part of the map. And I know, like, you can it's kind horrible. of, like, narrow down, even though they can come from any side, you can narrow things down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I so think I like My, I like, I, I see what you're saying, because there's, like, some maps, dude, I fucking despise Bind. I, uh, I don't really like Breeze. It's fine. Maybe it's because I can't aim. I think um, Haven, I don't like Haven. Sucks ass. Well, well, it's like, yeah, oh, right. It, it's like it's very T-sided, of course. Like uh, my bad, attack-sided. So it's very attacker-sided. So it's uh, it, it's harder because of the three sides. But to be honest, you can make some pretty good plays. I love Haven. Haven's fine. It's literally just I don't like the there's t- was like short corners or small maps. It's like it makes no sense sometimes. Like fracture is like I think I we can consider it like a small map ish. It's, it's got just, a lot of long sight lines though. It has although a long, it's although it's like it's small but long. Small, but like there's a lot of like long angles to be yeah. held. And well, stuff I like feel that. like uh, it, like fracture and breeze, like it's fine. It's just like bind is just. The, this is a hot take. I was saying this to Miggle the other day. How everyone says like ascent is the dust two of um Valorant. Oh, Valorant. Yeah. I think it's breeze. Why do you say that? Because like if you look at the map layout, B is like tunnels there's i mean a long is like a long but then like it's so open everywhere like yeah i think less like, in um see i think the the reason why i disagree is because it does two fits the play style of csgo perfectly from yeah. at least from what i i think i think ascent fits the play style of valorant perfectly where it's not necessarily the most gun focused map like the most gun focused map is breeze but i think with abilities it adds the most amount of like the perfect amount of like creativity to gun gunplay, that perfect intersection, and that's why I like I like ascent a lot. And there's a lot of innovation going on in in ascent with like different agents and like trying different things. There's like mid where you can op if you want to, but you don't necessarily have to to like compete the most. You can like go into mid, you can control mid, you can control uh, a, you can like a- approach off of the B site. Like there's so much going on, and it, it fits that with that util minded like the. The util, not necessarily util focus, but like the util accent to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and about Breeze, it's like Breeze sucks to play in ranked, so I don't hate it. I hate, I kind of hate playing in ranked because people just like swing mid all the time for no reason. They die, obviously. Yeah, but in pro play, it's very fun to watch. It is very fun to watch in pro. Like that, like that Breeze it game, phase versus Under T. That was mm-hmm. like it, yeah. But the, and when, is, remember when fucking. Yeah. Uh, when when Zombs clutched against uh, a, a liquid and liquid, one of the most legendary clutches. That's on Breeze. I, it just I like that map in pro play. In rank play, it sucks. It, but it's, it's yeah. really like you know, map, map is bad when it's boring to watch in pro play, boring Fine. to watch in ranked, and boring to play in ranked. Like it's just boring overall in mind. Mm-hmm. But like if if that's if you have that, like that's a sign for like remove the fucking map. Yeah, and fix that shit because like even I think you had you've it. added like seven different agents ever since the game came out. And if the bind is still unplayable, it's a map issue. It's not even an Asian issue. It's a yep. map issue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Well, I don't know who greenlighted bind to come out in the first place. Yeah. Especially in the beginning of the game, dude. 
Yeah, in the beginning it was Cypher and Sage. When Cypher was the best, or Cypher and Sage were the S tier. (laughs) Like, yeah, but I, I, I'm, I feel like Riot should hopefully is listening to us and they'll fix it soon. But right, yeah, give him a call. Give Big Riot a call. Tell him to move on. You're right. Please, I'll literally do it. Come on the podcast. We'll talk. Let's talk about it. We will convince you. We'll rip the shit out of you. We will have a boxing match with Mr. Riot. Yeah, whoever wins. Give us yeah, any of they... your fighters. We'll, we'll we'll have a boxing match. We'll winner gets to decide who removes the map. Yeah, if if we win, you remove bind. If if you win, you can own me. That is, oh I'll, I'll put myself. My I'll put myself on the line to remove bind from this game. Just please, just remove it. I'll make the sacrifice. I think. It's yeah, a fair it's, like, it's like a deal with the devil. I would take that. I would take that. I, think I like our fair. odds. I like our odds. <laughs> but I think we're going. Oh, we've been off. Yeah, for like we've been on for like an hour and a half. Oh, we have? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. Well, thank you for coming wow. on. Appreciate hey, it. This is fun. This is fun. Do you want to promote anything? you have anything coming up? you want to promote your Twitter? Anything? You're more than welcome to. Um, check out Off the Dome on YouTube. I make videos. And that's about it. I might make a TikTok. I'm thinking about it. I don't know what to make, though. So and if I figure that out, I'll make some TikToks. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Support. Support your local content creators. You want to so plug in your Twitter just in case? Uh, at Quickdome on Twitter, and Sick. yeah, I don't think I have anything else. So at Quickdome on Twitter, follow. Sure. Right, thank you. All right, for, thank you guys for having me on. No problem. Love you guys.